welcome to another episode of Coconut Oil Stardust and Dope Vibes. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela. So, y'all have been asking me, like, where is the podcast? What is going on? You haven't been talking. I had to go into quiet mode, um, kind of gather some things business-wise and revamp. But the biggest thing is that, like, all the stuff that I talk to y'all and I tell y'all to do, I do it myself. So when I say, you know, there's a space where you need to sit still, I'm also sitting still. Um, So we're back this month for the July episode. I have my black tea and honey with cream. And we're going to chat about July and just some of the energy that is coming up. Make sure to follow me on Instagram love and fairy f-a-e-r-y magic also on twitter i've been on twitter a bit more um doing more astrology based posts on twitter so it's love fairy magic f-a-e-r-y make sure you're on those two social media platforms for me um because when i'm not posting something on the podcast um i'm posting there on those two platforms and you'll also get the link to the blog where I'm posting more information as well so also if you're tuning in to every episode you're going back through the episodes you find information that you like please 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 share repost um, tag me in the shares as well so I can repost Um, Please share me with your audience because the whole point of um, being educated and having knowledge is to be able to share it. So I thank you for everybody that tunes in, for everybody that doesn't miss an episode. I appreciate you. We're going to jump right into July. So everybody's like, oh, I would love to, you know get a little bit of reprieve i want stuff to calm down when is stuff going back to normal first things first we've got to this this if anything if you're learning anything right now come out of your comfort zone you've got to come out of your comfort zone because there's nothing about the energy that is happening now that says we're going to go back to normal As a matter of fact, I've been talking a lot about how things are going to be dismantled, how things are coming undone. And so to want to scramble and keep holding on to old stuff, it's not going to serve you. The only way out of all of this is through. That's it. Like there's there's only one direction we can go and that is to move forward. So July, a couple um, very important alignments. We have Saturn going retrograde in Capricorn until uh, September, the end of September. Um, It starts out retro in Capricorn, but then it's going to, um, at some point, we move from... Saturn being in Aquarius 
to Capricorn. It goes back to Capricorn. It's going to be in retrograde. Um, and then as of March of 20, 2021, it's going to go back to Aquarius. So we had Saturn go into Aquarius for a couple months. It's going to go ahead and come back to Capricorn, which is a really pivotal shift, very important energetic shift. So we'll talk about that. Uh, we have our third eclipse in the past month coming up with the lunar eclipse in Capricorn. Um, Chiron is going retrograde in Aries. We're going to see Mercury go direct in Cancer. Uh, the new moon will be in Cancer and we're going to see the sun move into Leo. So this month, uh, I really, as of Ju- June 27th, Mars moved into Aries. This is warfare, spiritual warfare, physical warfare. Mars is going to stay. Mars typically transits a specific zodiac sign for about two months. But because during this transit, Mars is going to go retrograde, Mars is going to stay in Aries for seven months, about seven months. So Mars is not going to come out of its home placement of Aries um, for quite some time. And so we are going to finish out 2020 with this warrior spirit, which is going to be exhilarating and tumultuous all at the same time what's key this month is that we really need to solidify an agenda we have all of these separate agendas wanting their voice to be heard we have infighting we have just a lot of energetic clutter that is really not helpful to anything that we need to do going forward. We need a solid agenda. We're out here fighting, um, but I'm not so sure everybody's on the same side and working towards the same agenda. We need our frontline folks to be out there on the front lines, and and their their job is to bring about a course of action, to bring a, a face to everything that's happening that's their job but at the same time we need people in the back office who are talking to legislation and talking about the rules that need to be made because we can't have our front line of defense always out here yelling screaming picketing um taking blows for things and the back office is not doing what they need to do to finally get the front line off the front line at some point there has to be a pivotal change. But the only way that we get there is through making calculated moves. We need to be out here playing chess and not checkers. And um, as exhilarating as all of this is, we have to get to a point where somebody organizes the effort and not organizes, not organizing based on personal agendas. This organization has to be based on the greater good. And I I talked about this in the Age of the Aquarius, Age of Aquarius um, post that is up on medium.com. But I'm going to make it clear here in this July 2020 podcast. 
And I want you guys to retweet this, talk about it, share it. Here's the deal. We're currently in the age of Pisces. The age of Aquarius does not come about. I think there's there's also an age of Aquarius podcast too. So you guys can go back and listen to that. But we don't get to the age of Aquarius for another like 150 years. Everything that we're doing now is not for us. It is completely for the benefits of our descendants. And it's completely for the benefit of those of us who reincarnate and will be back in 150 years. It's not for us. It's not for us to be comfortable right now. It's not for us to feel good right now. All of this is, this unrest has to happen now because when we get to the age of Aquarius, we can't go through this type of unrest because this energy, like energetically and cosmically, it doesn't belong there. It wouldn't be able to sustain there. That's not the life that they're going to live once we get to the age of Aquarius. And so we have to really do our due diligence to really break down a lot of philosophies and ideations that have been in play. I'm not going to say that these philosophies have actually all served us because I can't. What I can say is that a lot of these scholarly philosophies describes where we were currently in the present. So there was a lot of philosophy that said, hey, I'm going to break down where we are right now. Most of that didn't tell us where we need to go. It may have said, hey, there are systematic problems that exist here. Here are the problems. But there was no visionary effort. And that's unfortunate because we've been in the age of Pisces for quite some time. And there should have been visionary efforts. But instead, what we got out of the age of Pisces was a lot of religious overture. Religious versus spiritual overture. And that's where things have been messed up for us. I did a post recently about how I fell down the rabbit hole. listening, which I do often. I fall down so many rabbit holes. I fell down the rabbit hole listening to Stevie Wonder. And you know, when you listen to Stevie Wonder, you get quite mesmerized. And um, album after album, I spent like a whole day, me and the kids, just album after album. It was the backdrop for like the whole entire day. It's the whole entire mood. One of the things I came to understand listening to his music again, because it was always the backdrop of my childhood. There was, you know, songs in the key of life. that album just played incessantly. I know, like I know all the songs, but <clears throat> excuse me, when I listened to it this time, I realized how prophetic it was and how educational it was. There was a piece where he talks about how things were, but then he also told you the vibration in which we should live. It was twofold. James Baldwin and Toni Morrison and and Octavia um, Butler, 
their work has been screaming at me, just jumping out at me. Like every time I get on Instagram, like their stuff is just staring me in the face. So I've been going back, bought when I've always read, but I've been going back and I've been studying. I've started with Baldwin and Toni Morrison, just studying them. And they were doing the same thing, prophetic. They were telling us, hey, these, these are the systematically, these are the things that are happening. But then they also told us how it should be. And we missed it. We missed a lot of things. We missed it. We missed it. We missed it. And so people are looking for leaders and things like that. Now you have your leaders. There are prophets who are out here who are speaking. And we're telling you, this is what's happening. But we're also telling you where we're going. But it's hard to conceptualize in the human mind that we're going to come out of all of this unrest and come to something that is almost utopian based. The problem is, is that a lot of humans are having trouble with that because it's not necessarily going to happen in our lifetime. This, this, this first decade right here, this, this 2020 decade, we have a lot that is going to be dismantled and so much tumultuous energy that we're going to have to endure. But we're going through this for our descendants. So I just really want to put that out there before we start talking about these July transits because that is going to be the backdrop of pretty much everything that I talk about from now on. Especially through the end of this year. You've really got to grasp that concept. It's been difficult to grasp because we've been living in ego. As the sun moves into Leo this month, that ego is going to be demolished. Like the demolition crew is coming through to demolish that ego. The wrecking ball is coming through because we live in such a society that People are scared of knowledge. People are afraid to pass on knowledge. I I just said that at the beginning of the podcast. I said, you know, I have such loyal clients and followers and listeners, and I love y'all, but I have people who come to me and say, oh, yeah, I listen to this. And I'm like, hey, share it. Oh, no, I don't want anybody else to really know what I'm listening to. And it's like, wait, hold up. That knowledge is not yours to hold on to. And if you have a bunch of people around you that you can't share that higher knowledge with, you're not with your tribe. Like you you haven't done the work. You're not with your tribe. You should be able to share knowledge. That's the, you have to share knowledge. It's your duty to be able to share knowledge. And so we're in this state that, you know, we have cancel culture and these like cyber bully tactics and everybody's on the bandwagon and it's like okay today when we log on who are we going to lynch today who's the lynch mob going to go for today and everybody does things based off of the defense mechanisms that lie within the ego there's so much group think the moment that somebody 
presents something different, nobody knows what to do. Nobody knows what to do. It's difficult to get people to stand out on their own. So as those of us are answering our calling, you're going to look crazy. And that's fine. Just, you know, do what you do. Keep moving. Keep doing what you know you're supposed to do. Keep speaking. Truth has to prevail. Not personal truth, but universal truth has to prevail. That's that's that is the state in which we're gonna live. The other thing is we've got to start to eradicate fear, which is gonna be interesting coming into July um, with Leo energy. Leo energy is about confidence and passion and courage. We've got to eradicate fear. We have I, I can't explain to y'all how transformational and I feel like that word is just minimizing everything I can't explain to you how transformational technology is gonna be and especially the next five years technology we're gonna the, the, the changes that come in technology are gonna be huge so huge in fact <clears throat> the human mind can't grasp it right now there's some techies out here who understand that we're on the verge of things but so you got your techies who are very analytical minded and you got your techies who are visionaries and that they are prophets those techies who are visionary visionary prophets they know where we're going they're gonna lead they're gonna lead the techies with the analytical mind straight on to doing the things that need to be done but technology is on the verge of putting us in a place where we've never been so it's interesting because like I'm 41 and um I come from our age group comes from carrying case quarters in our pockets we didn't have cell phones like to have a cell phone or or what they call a mobile phone in your car it's like that was big shit like you were balling um I mean we barely had pagers in high school at that time we didn't have email nobody emailed I, I didn't have email until college we had chat rooms in college and I remember that was the big thing to go to the computer lab and sit in these chat rooms and you're like what how do I know that this person is in Nebraska talking to me how do I know that now we don't take that for granted we just log on and we know somebody can be in australia but we had to pull over and make phone calls and stuff like that we come from not having but what like three channels we'd have like three channels three and a possible we remember when cable came in i remember when they played the first song on mtv (laughs) it's like we remember all of those things we didn't have cable we didn't have access to everything and now we have our whole world in the palm of our hand in our pocket or our pocketbook it's in a phone we straddled this line likewise my age group isn't but one generation removed from 
people who had hoses and the dogs turned on them and they couldn't eat at lunch counters or drink from certain water fountains. We're one generation removed from them. My parents, well, I think my dad just turned 66 today, I think, somewhere around there. Um, Yeah, he's 66. So the civil rights movement, you know, he remembers watching it on TV as like maybe a 10 year old. Some of us in my age group have parents who went and marched. They sat at the counters. Our grandparents sat at those counters. Our grandparents know what it's like to read the green book. My grandmother talked about, my grandfather talked about, my grandfather was from Philly. My grandmother was from Bessemer, Alabama. They met in in upstate New York and they would drive my aunt and my uncle, I mean, my aunt and my dad from New York to Alabama. And my dad said he remembered what those rides were like and how my grandmother got real uptight as they started coming down south, like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And he said he remembered them having the green book. And only being able to stop certain places. We're we're only one generation removed. We're not that far removed from having great grandparents who were sharecroppers, big mama, and them. We're not that far removed. And so where they were revolutionary in changing things, they changed things so they could have a better today. And so that way they could start to pave the way because they didn't understand how much the work they did would do for us. Now we have to do due diligence to pave the way for those who come after us, but we're only cultivating and shaping the world for them, not for us. So that's the one thing we've really got to make make clear. We have to... This month, we're going to talk about how we're not making moves based on emotion. We're making moves only based on intuition because in this next phase where we're going, we have to live intuitively. We have to live with discernment. And and part of that communication is coming through telepathy. So January, January, July 1st uh, through September 29th, Saturn is going to be retrograde in Capricorn. So Saturn um, went, so basically Saturn went into, Saturn was in Capricorn for about a year, and then, which is its home space. And then it transited shortly into Aquarius, which gave us a space of like setting these rules and boundaries to like kind of living a little bit more freely so we could create more rules and boundaries, but we needed a, a bit of space to float. So then Saturn went retro in Aquarius on um, May 11th. And so it's going to transit back into Capricorn. Now, we're going to be in Capricorn. We're going back to setting those more structured rules, those more um, rigid rules, because as we play chess we have to be strategic with things so we're going to be looking at boundaries rules how to guide our life and how to have structure we had that breather for a minute and that more fluid energy now we have to move forward into creating this agenda so this saturn and capricorn 
retrograde is going to allow us to, to clearly understand what it is we're working towards. And it's going to be good that it's going to be retro through uh, September because we really need this year to start gathering things and putting stuff together and really being clear on what the work is that we're doing. What are we doing? Why are we doing it? So that Saturn and Capricorn going home and that transit is going to be super pivotal to us saying, okay, let's sit down. Let's come to the table. Where are we going? Now, July 5th, uh, we are going to see a lunar eclipse in Capricorn. 12.44 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is about release. We're going to shine the light on that shadow. We're going to really illuminate things. It's a full moon. So we want to remove, this is another chance to remove all patterns. The truth is really going to be unveiled in this space as well. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So once again, we have this hardening, this, this like standstill, this earth energy that says stand up, straighten up, pay attention, let's figure this out. So we're going to purge. That moon in Capricorn is very structured emotions. We're not, we're, we we can't be reactive anymore. We have to be proactive and purposeful and intuitive. You know, a lot of times that, you know, we spend a lot of time socially connected and it's easy to be reactive. Somebody posts a headline and you're like, oh, no, 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 no. Did you read the article? Did you figure out where it's coming from? Are you ready to get some background information? Because everything is not as it seems once it's first presented to you. So you need to, to put yourself in a space where you can be open to actually understanding what is happening in the space that you're in and so we've got to get out of this reactive mode i know that emotions are high i know that feelings are high i know that there's a lot happening in this space and people are just ready to jump and work and do and we need that kind of warrior spirit but what we don't need is people out here making incorrect moves false moves moves that don't go along with the agenda. We don't need any of that. We need calculated moves so we can play chess and not checkers. And we can make sure that as we move forward, we're getting all the things that we need. So with that full moon, if you are using your natal chart to do your shadow work, what you're going to be looking at is all the spaces on your chart that have Capricorn alignments or energy and transits. Um, Those are going to be places where you need to be a bit more structured in your emotional intelligence. Um, We're also going to look at where Saturn is on your chart. So you're going to look at your Saturn energy and you're also going to look at um, what house Saturn is in, that's going to be a house that you need to do more structuring um, and more organizing. That space in your life needs to be more structured, more organized. You can't just be out here leaping around um, and reacting. You want to have clear insight, clear vision. How do we get clear insight? By sitting still, 
enough to tap into and trust our intuition. So on the 11th, we have uh, Chiron go retrograde in Aries. Chiron is the wounded healer. Um, it's a smaller asteroid, but it's super important energy. It speaks to our deepest wounds and our ability to heal ourselves. Our bodies, our minds have the ability to heal ourselves to a certain extent. Are there times where we need assistance? Yes. But by and large, we can do healing for ourselves. So during this transit, um, what we need to focus on is making sure that we pause and ask ourselves, are you really healed? Because a lot of times cosmetically on the surface, you think you've healed because things are out of sight, out of mind, and then you can't figure out (laughs) why you're triggered all the time or why something comes back and it sets you off. So you want to make sure that you're trying new ways of healing yourself, finding centering, um, step outside of your comfort zone, because, you know, if you're still being triggered by things, obviously what you're doing isn't working. So Aries is a sign of innovation, new energy and fresh starts. It's okay that, you know what, you've been doing yoga, you know, for the past six months and that usually keeps you nice and calm and all of a sudden the yoga doesn't do it anymore try something new you might need to start gardening or swimming or walking outside like the painting you might need to start some new things um the other thing to be very uh aware of is that we don't want to burn down any bridges to start over <laughs> necessarily in our personal life when it comes to our personal healing with Chiron and Aries retrograde. This is talking, by and large, everything else around us is burning down because we have to burn down the establishment. But when it comes to your personal health, we wanna make sure that we're not burning down any bridges and then calling that cathartic. Like, don't just be out here tearing stuff up, burning stuff down, like, oh, well, I might as well just burn this up. No, you might need to cross that bridge at one point in time, but you can't see it now. So let's not call it healing by just tearing shit up. Are there times when you need to just tear shit up in order to heal? Definitely. But this is not one of those times. This is a time to really dig into your self-care and figure out what's going to be most helpful for you, Um, what is more healthy. On the 12th, we have Mercury go direct in Cancer. So Mercury, over our communication, being in the sign of Cancer, which is ruled by the moon, we're going to be asking, have you learned to tap into your intuition? We constantly get these check-ins that are saying, you need to be operating in your higher self. You need to be um, tapping into your intuition. You need to be on this higher level. You're constantly getting opportunities to do that because we are moving into a space where the people who operate in their intuition are going to be the more successful ones. Other folks are going to get left behind. And I've been talking about people being left behind and kind of feeling bad for it because I'm like, gosh, I don't really want to say that, but it's the honest to God truth. If you are not able to tap into what is needed to breathe the air in this new order and this new regime 
you will suffocate. Like you're you're not gonna. It's it's equivalent to going to another planet, and you don't have everything that you need for your breathing apparatus. <laughs> you go underwater diving, um, deep sea diving. You have to have the proper materials to be able to do that. You can't just go over underwater and deep sea dive and breathe like you do on the surface. It's a whole nother world. So in this new order, we are being intuitively driven, intuitively led, using divine wisdom, using your discernment. One of the things that you need to understand, because Mercury is over learning and communication and how you think and analyze, is what it's like to experience your intuition. How do you experience all six of your senses? When this Mercury goes direct into Cancer, really start to pay attention to that. How is it? How do you experience your six senses? Um, and also, I want you to look at can your discernment increase your peace and success? See, if you're using your discernment, how much more successful are you? How much more peace do you have? If you're using your discernment, then you know that when somebody calls you, you can feel the vibe when they're about to be whack as fuck. So then just be like, you know what? I'm not feeling this. You can go ahead and log off. You can go ahead and walk away. You can go ahead and do all of that stuff. It's totally fine to be able to do that because you intuited like, nah, this ain't about to work for me. That's where we need to be. It's a mode of self-preservation and it's a way of not wasting your time because your time is supposed to be spent on more things that are purposeful. So on the 20th, we have the new moon in Cancer. New moon is, um, you know, setting intentions, new starts. Um, it's cardinal energy, leadership. It's in, in its home rule because um, the moon rules Cancer. So here with this new moon in Cancer, we're still focused on building the village, rebuilding homes. The thing is, as things burn down, we're not necessarily building home because we have to wait for all of that to blow over. But what you should be doing is structuring what you want that new life, that home life to look like. You should be very clear on that. We should be in this energy, taking each other's hand. What do you need? How can I help? Um, I see a lot of people stepping up to assist, to support, to help. Here's the thing as well. I see a lot of people like, oh, I want to support black businesses. That should be a lifestyle. People are like, oh, I want to support this. I want to do this. Don't just jump in the game because it looks good for a photo op. The whole point of all of this is creating a lifestyle. It's not a passion project. That's, that's the key. All of this stuff, and going into this new regime it's not a passion project it's not something that you do to appease your guilt because you didn't know about it before don't go learning about stuff just so you can say you know it now learn so you can set a different precedent and you can teach other people the right way to do things the higher elevation way the higher vibration way of doing things this is supposed to be a lifestyle i know a couple years ago i committed to um, making sure that at least 80% of the stuff I do, I'm buying black, um, down to like my perfume and stuff. Um, I was going to 
Jade and Fox, Jade Fox Company, um, for my perfumes and stuff, and and my oils and my facial creams and things like that. Cause I would, you know, I would go to Sephora and go get me a nice little perfume spray or something. And um, I was like, wait a minute, I'm out here spending like a hundred dollars for that. Let me go see what she got. Let me tell you something. When I wore her perfumes, I had men all over me. What are you wearing? What does that smell? Like they would literally just walk up to me on the street. Fraction of the price of what it costs for Balenciaga. But I made that lifestyle change long before it suddenly became fashionable. It's like, why are we scrambling now to find, to cultivate a list of black businesses? We should have been had that because it's supposed to be a lifestyle. So we have to create this stuff. And and with this new moon in cancer, we're talking about creating home. It's a lifestyle. It's not something we're doing for the time being. We're not doing this in a transition. It's a lifestyle. We also want to check our emotional intelligence during this new moon in cancer. Um, Because this energy supports the divine feminine. Please and thanks. Divine feminine is not just for women. It's for men and women because it is a genderless concept. Divine feminine and divine masculine is a genderless concept. So this divine feminine energy that we're going to step step into is receptive. It's peaceful. It's nurturing. It's centering. And it's intuitively connected. Peaceful, you say, in the time of what is basically a civil war? Yeah, because you can't be rowdy every freaking day. It's going to be exhausting. Find your spaces of where you need to have some peace. You know, even when they're fighting a war, you have separate lines of defense. You can't have one line of defense up there working every day. They got to, they got to rest, sleep. They got to do something. Like they got to fall back in order to rejuvenate. So find spaces to be able to rejuvenate during this. Unplug. Stop talking to people and their theories and their ideas, especially when that stuff doesn't resonate with your soul. I can't tell you how many people I've unfriended. People that I've had regular like internet conversation with for years always answering their posts talking on their posts you know stuff like oh no i i've I've unfriended people for for lots of things that they've said and ideas that they've come out with and i'm sure people have done the same to me too so hey um but what what is good for your mental health we're really going to need to tap into mental health this month your emotional intelligence how are you creating that mind body and soul balance and then we round them out we round the month out on the 22nd with the sun moving into leo leo is the sixth zodiac sign it's fixed fire it's ruled by the sun it's usually characterized by being super passionate very courageous um very dramatic sign too super loyal um and having uh, a sense of sometimes you got to look at Leo and wonder if they are being confident or cocky because there's a very fine line. Um, there's an aggressiveness and a stubbornness that comes with that Leo energy. Leo is characterized by the sun and the sun represents our ego. And this is a spot in where July comes up 
The dismantling will begin over the next month. The ego is here. It is front and center. There are things that have to fall apart. Um, I just did a post today, and today's the 27th, um, for those of you who will be listening later. But I did a post on Twitter and my social media, and I talked about, like, look, you know, basic stuff that y'all are usually um, using and partaking in and stuff like that, like your hygiene items and stuff, go on and start stocking up on that stuff because with Mars being in Aries and some of these um, transits happening this month that are supportive of us organizing and making sure that we're playing checker, chess and not checkers, like you're going to need to have your Netflix queue together make sure you have a space to just sit and just like be quiet and kind of gather yourself because coming up it's it's gonna start to get tumultuous once we hit september there's gonna be some pivotal shifts in energy that i mean it will make it apparent that we can't go back and so there's gonna be a lot of introspective looks this month there's gonna be a lot of looking at systems and legal systems you're going to start to see us talk especially over the next month as we go from leo and then start to approach libra season um coming up in a few months but um you're also gonna see us start to look at when we're dismantling we're going to be looking at the legal system like looking at all these house bills that are coming through and so start paying attention to that stuff. Don't just read the headline. Go on and Google a little bit more and read what the bills say. Read what the Senate is trying to enact. Read all of those things. Be very, very um, aware of who you're voting for um, and things like that. We have to start holding people accountable. The, the ego is not about accountability at all. Like, there's nothing that has to do with the ego that talks about accountability. Um, But the accountability needs to be there. So that Saturn and Capricorn is going to be holding the ego accountable, which the ego doesn't like at all. So there's going to be a space of discomfort there. Um, And you'll be fine. You'll survive. We're going to get through all of this. It's just going to look totally different. The key is, you know, I talked about all those technology changes and stuff. And I think, I don't think people were so afraid of some of those technology changes because the ego said, I can use this. This will work for me. I like this. This will be fine. But with the way things are going now, the ego is kicking into defense mechanism and fear. And that's where we're having a lot of trouble being in these defense mechanisms and space of fear versus the courage that Leo energy can bring. So I really want to encourage you guys to step into a place of courage. Um, I want you to be super purposeful. I want you to not be afraid to purge things with um, with this full moon that is coming up this full moon lunar eclipse don't be afraid to purge things let things go 
Stop trying to hold on to stuff. Because, you know, we've talked a lot about holding on to things that don't serve you. And it's a little less about that now. And it's more about you can't keep holding on to the old stuff and think that you can still tap into the new. Like, you can't hold on to the old stuff and be like, this makes me comfortable until. No, you have to be free and clear in order for the new to pour into you. And I'm seeing a lot of people who are really, really uncomfortable with new stuff. That's going to be a problem because the level of new that we are going to be at, it's just, it's beyond what I can even explain to y'all. Not verbally. It's, it's beyond. There are a lot of things that are coming up that in the current moment, we don't have names and labels for because we've never seen it to have to give it a label or to give it a name. So it's hard to describe it when we've never seen it before. We've never operated in that way. So we have to give it a name. A lot of our kids who are like born 2011, 2012, a lot of those kids are going to be working in jobs and career and purpose that we've never seen before. So when I'm doing natal charts and stuff, I'm like, I can't even tell you necessarily what this is because we've never seen it, but it's necessary for where we're going. So all I can tell you is that it looks kind of like this. So when you see it, recognize it, work with it. It's a lot of that that's kind of happening. We're on the horizon for some amazing things. It's actually super exciting. You guys have to pay attention to who you're listening to. When something doesn't resonate with your soul, release it. And it's time to move forward, y'all. We don't really have a choice. (laughs) We don't don't get to say, well, I don't feel like doing this today or I don't want to do this. We don't have that choice. We have to keep moving because the only way out of all this is through. That's it. We're playing chess not checkers if you guys have any questions want to get into doing your natal chart uh, so you can start to really have an understanding of your purpose please make sure that you message me you can message me through the podcast especially if you're listening through anchor or spotify you can also message me on instagram um dm me And uh, I never check my DMs on Twitter, so it would be easier for you just to email me 3L, the letter L, love, light, lucid, L-U-C-I-D, at gmail.com. I'm going to try to do more podcasts for y'all this month. I just needed some downtime to sit, gather, listen. Um, The downloads are coming more frequently. There's a lot happening. Make sure you guys are following the blogs, following um, the Instagram, following Twitter, because I'm going to be posting a lot more astrologically. And as always, I'm your spiritual plug. So if there are any items you need to shop for, make sure that you shop Love Lux. Shop, and the, it's website shop, L-O-V-E, L-U-X-E. 
got your sage there, your incense, all the things that you need to make high vibrational living a lifestyle. It's what I'm getting into is making sure that everybody lives this as a lifestyle. It's not a diet. It's not something we're just doing for fun. It's not something that we're doing to make us feel comfortable for the moment. It is a lifestyle. It's something that you need to cultivate now for yourself and for your descendants. Make sure you go back, listen through the archives, check things out, message me. You want to chat about anything? We're going to be having special guests coming up soon too. So super excited about that. Thank you for tuning in. As always, I am your fairy godmother, Tamara Angela. Y'all enjoy the rest of this month.